0: Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up to date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, it's Wendy Sellers, the HR lady. I am back with our very special guest, Shana Bergman. Hey, Shana. Hi. Hey, talk to our listeners about how we can help parents. We as HR managers, business owners, or just supervisors, how we can help parents really uncover their true potential versus walking out the door like so many have done during the pandemic because there was no flexibility or any other tools that companies would offer parents. They would just say, Nope, you missed too much work. I'm out of here. Now what? We're in a different space. Yeah, I
1: love that F word. That's a good one. So it's interesting because I think a lot of places, as we're seeing, talk a lot about the concept of work-life balance. And I'll be honest with you, I really believe that that is not a thing. And so I even write about the fact that I think work-life balance is BS. And the reason for that is because we sort of, I think have gotten into the space of holding up this gold standard, the ideal person who is making brownies for their kids' schools and who is also showing up to meetings on time. And they, by the way, worked out in the morning and then they're volunteering after work. And then they're also showing up at meetings in the evening for whatever they're doing. And I think that we held that up as the, like, this person can do it and so can you. And that's what balance looks like. And to be honest, honest, I think that's really, really unattainable. And so I'm a big proponent of saying, what does flexibility look like for you? How can we customize for you what you need? And everybody's needs are different. Some people have to get their kids off to school in the morning, bright and early, and then they are ready to go for the day. Others need to sort of slow roll into the day a little bit. Their kids have a late start, but they're willing to work a little bit more into the evening. Some people do better when they're working from home because they find that they're more focused. Hey, they get to throw a load of laundry and two, and that works for them where Mm -hmm. others want to be in the office and be really focused. And I think we continue to try to operate in this one size fits all world. And my belief, and especially what I see with the leaders I work with, with the parents I work with, with the HR professionals I work with is that it is really challenging to tell everybody that this is the box you have to fit into. So what do you do about that? I'm a big believer of having a true and honest conversation. What is it that you need? And look, I think that there's this this world in which we hope people will come forth with those kinds of things and be able to set their own boundaries and stand up for what they believe. And, you know, we always talk about you design your own career, but I think there is a piece of that where we need to create the container and the safe space for somebody to be able to do that. So I really believe being able to sit down and have that conversation in an ongoing way, These things are always evolving in our lives. They're always changing. Just when we think we figured it out, stuff shifts with ourselves, with our children, with our companies. And so I think being able to have that dialogue and ask, what is it that you need now? How can I best support you? Allows for people to really feel that they are being seen for the needs that they have, which allows them to show up as best they can in all of the different places in their lives.
0: Interestingly, the World Health Organization says that people who work 55 or more hours a week have a 35% higher chance of having a stroke and a 17% higher chance of dying from heart disease than people who work 35 to 40 hours a week. Wow, that's a depressing stat right there, JC. But it is something that's incredibly necessary to talk about because, you know, Shane, I was listening to you when you were talking about this, like, oh, well, they're working in the morning, they're working in the afternoon, they're working in the evening, they work at, you know, midnight, and in the end, I find that um, what I hear is that a lot of people who are whether they're working remotely or not, but when they're picking up the slack because they're a parent, too. And I really don't mean that, folks. I don't really think you're, you're slacking at all. They end up working a lot more hours than people that don't have children. And this is clearly not healthy. Yeah, I couldn't agree more
1: because, you know, I think what's what's happening, what we're seeing is that there's this always connected society, right? We are always connected no matter what. And I think we often fall into the trap of, hey, I'm working late at night. If you're working too, here's just this quick thing. If you don't mind just doing this thing real quick. And yeah, a lot of people say, well, don't worry. You don't have to get to that email right now. You can do it in the morning. And I think, you know, in terms of sort of guidance for listeners, when somebody receives a note like that, there's this immediate need for a lot of people to respond, to show that they're on, to show that they're working, because the truth is we are always connected. And so I think we have to sort of step back a little bit and say, yes, it would be ideal if people, again, they set their own boundaries, but how can I, as a person who is in the working environment, how can I be sensitive to the needs of others and what else is going on potentially for them so that I'm not creating an expectation or even just somebody feeling the need to have to respond to me at a certain time. And so I know even when I had a team, You know, a lot of what I tried to create was a space where we were working during pretty typical working hours. Anything else I did on my own time, nobody knew about. I was always doing the delayed delivery type send, you know, and so I think being able to just be thoughtful about how I can lead in that way allows others to feel the permission to do the same thing. But as I always say, it always starts at the top. It does. And I think we happen to see a lot of people who are that go, 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 go mindset, so passionate about what they do. We see it a lot it's been with executives, with C-suite in particular, with entrepreneurs. I see it all the time. And the truth is that you set that tone for the other people who are working for you. So it's something to just be mindful of. So you create an environment where people feel like they can disconnect and they need to disconnect to those stats that you said earlier, JC. It is important for our health, for our well-being, and for our ability to show up at our best.
0: Yeah, absolutely. 100% appreciate that, too. And, and for our listeners today, you know, setting boundaries, it's not just on your employees. It's on you to help them set boundaries. And when then they cross them off, you don't go, oh, well, that's their problem. You need to be going... Hey, remember we set some boundaries here and I don't want you working at night and I, you don't need to be answering the emails at night. It's fine if you are, but let's talk about it. Bring them in and actually talk about it because so many have the guilt complex, 100%. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on our episode two of our five-part series on helping parents in leadership positions uncover their true potential. Next up, we're going to talk about the parent leader advantage. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast